so much for listening to episode 38 of the Arizona Movie Club. My name's Tyler, and I've never lied to you. I have always been the host of this podcast. I did lie to you temporarily when, or once when I said that my co-host would always be Andy. Because if you didn't listen to the last episode, breaking news, hot off the presses, Romeo's officially the co-host. What's going on, Romeo? What's going on, guys? <laughs> that was the finger guns coming back. <laughs> As, as they did before when he was the producer. But we have a new producer in the in the producing hot seat, I guess, so to speak. We've got Misha on the boards here. What's going on, Misha? What's going on, guys? Glad to be here. This is our second episode. We're doing a back-to-back here. We just talked about Blade. Now we're going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. But first, you guys know i got to promo some stuff here. You can reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We are Arizona Movie Club and... If you'd like some, or if you'd like to suggest movies, give hate mail. You know I will read out the first hate mail email we get, just for fun. After that, I can't do it. It's mental torture. <laughs> and uh, yeah, give us movie suggestions. If we're our structure is going to be a little bit faster and looser now uh, with me and Romeo, it's going to be a lot more mainstream movies, more of his type of vibe. Shooty shooty bang bang. If you think. That should be our podcast title, or is it Shooty Shooty Boom Boom? Shooty Shooty Boom Boom, my bad. My bad. If you think that should be the podcast title, if you think that it's sacrilegious to go on without Andy, then Bye. let us know. <laughs> no, let us know uh, if we should go under a different name brand. What would something to help? We're always open to suggestions. Uh, nothing set in stone here because we don't make an, any money doing it. Once once we start making money, things are set in stone. Until then, we just we're flexible, baby. We can do the splits. You can. No, no, none of us can do the splits. I cannot do the splits. None of us can do the splits. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, sorry if that's a little confusing. We used to have a host, Andy, and Romeo over here was our producer. Now the roles have been swapped a little bit. Misha's new. It's, only, it's her first time here. She's learning the ropes. So if things are a little rough, I'm sorry. If you want an example, a good example of what we used to be like, um, go listen to the It Follows podcast. That's our most listened to one. Pretty good episode uh, in good time. That's a banger as well. Or if you like video games, go check out the last spoiler cast. It's me and Andy screaming into a microphone for an hour and a half because we disagreed and he was wrong about the last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to like things that we disagreed on. I now have to take victory lap slash dunks on. It's my right. He bailed. If he had done a podcast without me, he could be like, last of us two sucks. That's canon. But I'm the one with the microphone here. Did you count that like uh, getting knocked out first round? What? Andy. No, no. He lasted well into the fight. And just so we're clear, Andy's not gone forever. We we don't know. It's indefinite. He's going through personal things. We're not going to talk about that. Um, but he, he may be back. I don't know. He's I'm playing it by ear with him. So he's a lot. Who knows? Maybe in two weeks he'll be joining in. I don't know. Uh, but we're going to try. If you guys like to set up more, let us know, of course. Um, let people know, listen to it more if you like it more. Definitely, definitely let us know if you guys like me as a co-host. Because if you guys don't like this, then I might stick around for a while. You know. You so, said if you don't like this? Yeah, if they don't like it. Oh, then you're just going to be an antagonist? Yeah, because you know, I'm a grumpy old troll who lives under the bridge. and so. Romeo is a troll. And we, this coming up this Thursday, we're going to be recording a, a Mad Max special for my birthday. We're going to be covering Mad Max Fury Road. And then we're going to get back to business as normal next week. We'll have a schedule every Wednesday and Saturday. I will be uploading each episode. Next week, we're doing an American Pickle. That is a, it's new and it's available on HBO Max. It has Seth Rogen. 
Go check out the trailer. It looks pretty funny. It looks pretty good. And then we're going to be doing Blade 2 because we like the Blade so much. If you like all the superhero movies, by the way, let us know. We don't know what you want to hear um, or want to see, but Romeo likes action movies. That's what he's more qualified to talk about. So we'll do a lot of comedies and, and action. Goody shooty boom boom. We can what do they're called. Thank we can do horror as well. Yeah, I like. I, I'm I'm really into horror movies also. It just won't be a lot of the drama and the like heavy indie stuff. Like we listed off. Romeo did a quick review of everything, and he hadn't watched half of them. Misha had never heard of half of them. We, it'll be things you've probably heard of from here on out until Andy gets back. And even then, who knows? Because if Romeo is permanent, then we'll probably all have to just watch. We'll be watching trash. That's what we'll be doing from here on out. Good trash, though. Yeah, uh, Guardians is amazing trash. Guardians is not trash. Some would say it's a perfect film. Some of those people might be me. <laughs> so without further ado, uh, oh, and we don't know if we're going to be interviewing Maeve Higgins or not. That's still up in the air. If that happens, uh, we'll go Code Red, put that everywhere, and then we'll watch Extraordinary. We need to we need to find out if we're going to do that because I have some questions for her. Me being a father, um, I saw on her IMDb that she was on Doc McStuffins. Was she? Yeah, and so actually, <laughs> let me double check that. But um, yeah, I, I think I remember her being on Doc McStuffins, and so <laughs> I think my kids would have some questions for her that I might have to relay. So look out for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and get into this episode. We are talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. But first, it's our new segment, Hot Take of the Week slash Episode. It sounds better with week, but like it's technically per episode. Two hot takes per week. Romeo, do you have your your second hot take ready? Well, let you take the take the helm on this one, and you can go first. These are movie edition hot takes, of course. I'm going to stick with the overrated actor theme. Tom Cruise is overrated. You're going to go with the same one as, as last episode? I said Tom Hanks last episode. I said Tom Cruise. Oh, oh, oh. I, I heard you wrong. I apologize. Um, I haven't seen Mission Impossible. That's what a lot of people like from him. Um, I just... I think Tom Cruise is a good example of it's hard to separate the person from the actor. And, like... It just feels like he always has a shit-eating grin on his face, and you just uh, you know he's short, so that break, that kind of breaks the illusion for me a little bit. I'm just like I know he's in like a foot-long sweater, <laughs> walking around to make up for being shorter than Morgan Freeman in Oblivion. Um, <laughs> I will say though, I enjoy Oblivion. That's underrated. Have you seen Oblivion? Yes. Pretty good. I totally give it, don't remember it. I'd give it like a seven and a half or an eight. It, visually, it was really cool. Yeah, I do not remember any of it, other than it's... It had a pretty cool ending, too. Tom Cruise and Morgan Freeman. I don't, I'm pretty sure I fell asleep. Something to do with, like, a clone, right? Or there's, like, an underground version of him or something? I don't know. Is that the one with the heptapods? No, that was... No, that was Arrival. Yeah, heptapods is Arrival. If you one. haven't seen our Arrival episode, go ahead and check it out. And we do have that as well. Um, so that's my hot take. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I guess... So, yeah, it's, it's hard to separate the person from the actor from me with Tom, Tom Cruise. Whereas with Hanks, I like I said, it's not any of the personal stuff. It is purely just, I think, most of his performances are less impressive. He's not the actor of a generation that we like to pretend he is. I don't know if Cruz gets that highly rated, but I think what, what we say about Cruz is just too much as is. Like, he's not as charismatic. Or like, And I haven't seen Mission Impossible, 
but you've seen a couple of them. What does he do that like people enjoy him in those movies? Because it just seems like it's a lot of stunts. It doesn't seem like there's any personality or character. Like I can even, as much as I hate on Fast and the Furious, understand that part of the appeal is like Tyree uh, Gibson going over the top and um, what's his name and just Vin Diesel going. <laughs> Over and over again. <laughs> like I can understand. There's yeah. There's personality. Even if I don't like the personality, like Tom Cruise is just like staring like a psychopath into the mic or into the camera and just punching people. It doesn't seem like there's anything. Um. So I've seen a couple of them. Uh, I'm not really huge into those because I also don't really care for Tom Cruise. Okay. So you're, you're yeah. So I'm this. like yeah. I, I'm totally with you here. But uh, from what I see, what people like about it is that he does the stunts. And they're real. Like when he's out of an airplane, he's out of an airplane. When he's jumping from building to building, from 200 feet up, he's jumping building to building. So I want to piggyback on my take here because it's kind of like the Forrest Gump thing where it's like two takes in one. But doing your own stunts is overrated. I think knowing your own limitations and being like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not doing that. I'm getting paid 50 mil. I'm not about to go out of commission. Like let people do what they're trained to do. I don't think you should get bonus points. It doesn't make you a better actor. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio in a uh, great actor, but he didn't deserve it for The Revenant. But people were like, oh, my God, he, like, nearly froze to death. Like, who gives a fuck? That doesn't make the movie better. Yeah, that uh, that movie lost me, man, a couple times. It's not that great. Yeah. People were like, it should have won the Oscar. No, it's not. He probably should have. I, I think he should have got one for Django. No way. He's, like, the worst human being alive. The, the characters, but I think his portrayal of the character was really good. I think you, I mean, I think there's a lot of other DiCaprio movies you can give it to him for before that. Um, that was his last big movie before Revenant, right? So? No. Um, Wolf of Wall Street was before that, I think. Yeah, it was, Wolf, it was between those? He lost, yeah, because he lost for Wolf uh, to uh, Matthew McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club. Man, I. Right I mean, call there. Wolf of Wall just speaks to me as a human, though. <laughs> I think that should say a lot about you, Romeo. Yeah, yeah. I do not like Jordan's my type of guy. <laughs> no, uh, I think think that in uh, Django, you know, he he just he's a terrible it, person. Yeah, but it like it like he made me uncomfortable. You know, oh, he, he made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, like he just nailed it as to where in Revenant. I think he it, did good, but it just, just, just the movie itself was not that interesting. I felt like I don't. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's a beautiful movie. It's got on theory, like on paper, I really like Domino Gleason. I really like Tom Hardy. Um, don't get me started with Tom Hardy. Yeah, you know this is the the most pro Tom Hardy podcast. Even with Andy stepping out, which he was pro Tom Hardy. Now we're even more pro Tom Hardy. I watched that. Locked. That's how much I love Tom Hardy. <laughs> I watched Tom Hardy drive on the freeway for 90 minutes. That's it. Have you seen Dunkirk? I've seen Dunkirk. And he does so little, it's I have, so impressive. <laughs> I have never seen anything that Tom Hardy is in where I was like, I don't think, I don't think that. that Even, I think, I think Mad Max Fury Road will be our first Tom Hardy movie. We should do Venom. Venom's so bad. But he's like, he's so committed in it. I do respect how committed he is to that trash character. <laughs> Character. Well, you like, mean the best Spider-Man villain ever made? I'm talking about their portrayal of Venom. Uh, not Venom. I think, I think, honestly, I think that was the best portrayal of Venom that they've put out so far on the big because screen. Because there's only two, and 
Topher Grace's Eddie Brock was weird. That I, was, I didn't like the slim, the slim Venom. Topher Grace. No, no, I didn't. Topher Grace, I thought, uh, whatever. You know, he was all right. He wasn't good, but he wasn't bad. Mm. I didn't like the Venom portrayal as to where when, when he's Venom in the suit, he's tiny. He's the same size as Spider-Man. Yeah, he's not huge. You're right. As to what, in, in all the comic books and all the video he's games huge, and yeah. everything, he's huge. I really like that about him um, because that's my favorite. I, I, I'm a real big that, size guy. Is that your hot take of the week that Venom is good? Oh, it I, was not good, but I like Venom and I like Tom Hardy, so okay, I'll watch it. So that's my hot take of the week. I, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it's not even as hot of a take as I wanted it to I don't, be. I don't think it was. I'm fucking <laughs> I think like you were going for like Tom. Okay, we'll just... We'll and you hit like Cholula. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> Okay, let's, uh, can we just make it be, my hot take was that, uh, doing your own stunts is overrated? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a Actually, that's take. pretty spicy because I think doing your own stunts is, uh, very yeah, admirable. You, do you like the own stunt thing? I think it's pretty badass. You're doing Shout your own stunts, man. Chan. It's just something that people are like, that's cool, but there's no, like, it shouldn't get you bonus points as an actor. I think that's, so that, and they like seeing Tom Cruise run for some reason. <laughs> like literally, they mapped out and they've like tracked it, and they're like, Tom Cruise has ran many miles in all of his movies. Time, I can't even fact check my own podcast. Who's got the time? Oh no, I meant the like, time for oh, the run. I'm sorry. No, yeah, like who's got the time on their hands to do that? Oh, I was saying I can't even fact check my own podcast. A like, lot what of are people. these people over here a fucking mapping out? Okay, what's your what's your hot take of the week? We're ready for it. Uh, so my species spicy made ball for this week. Um, this episode, technically. This episode, yes. Yeah, you were so ready with that paratype one, and now you have. I can tell there's like. Yeah, this one's not. It's empty. Yeah. So maybe for people our age, they can all agree. Um, but I know for older people, this is definitely going to be a uh, spicy one. Daniel Craig is the best 007. Like I, but I see my part of this. I guess I could have made this mine. We could have done a double 007. Uh, take here. James Bond overrated. I don't think James Bond overrated at all. But, oh God, Pierce Brosnan's not good, I would argue. I would argue it was the writing. Okay, fair enough. I don't think Pierce Brosnan's an inherently bad actor. I yeah, I, I, I guess Pierce. I love Pierce as, as James Bond, but Daniel Craig, bro. Come on, the blue eyes, the blonde hair, the six-pack. Do you remember how much of a... Con- I don't know if you remember. Do you remember how much of a controversy it was when he got... He got like a when he originally got casted. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Like people were losing their fucking minds about James Bond being blonde, which is why it's going to be so awesome when we finally get Idris Elba as James Bond, and yeah. people lose their minds yeah. that a black guy is James Bond. <laughs> I get hard about Idris Elba as fucking James Bond. Idris, Idris is my guy. Man. Idris isn't even my guy to the level that he's your guy, but like I think he's just perfect for James Bond. I think he's that British. like that role. He's handsome. He's charming. Suave as fuck. Yeah, like he looks great in the suit, dude. Yeah, like and he, he and he got those action rules down, man. He could totally shoot, duck, roll, whatever they need him to do. He, he could do it, no problem. He's a DJ. Cool. Just like <laughs> I'm now imagining Idris being like, guys, guys. I'm just saying, if there's a DJ scene and he gets them to convince that James Bond is undercover with bro. his hat on backwards, bro. just what did you say, sir? <laughs> he's like, God, he's just trying to get free tickets to Coachella. You're like, what if, uh, you know, there's a DJ scene and <laughs> he's like, I got it. 
So I gave this note. We already told you Coachella's canceled for the next <laughs> 17 years, apparently. <laughs> that's that's your take, though. Yeah, I, I and I think uh, you know that's not it's not a hot take for people our age because you know because like, he's the best. Yeah. yeah. And so people are like, oh yeah, you know, like obviously. But I haven't seen. But I feel like the older people who you know grew up with him. And they're saying all these different guys and everything like that. But yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen Skyfall though, and that's a everyone likes Skyfall. Skyfall's really good. I really liked Casino Royale, which goes to show you like it's, it's one room. The whole movie is one. I'm kind of. I mean, it's not globe trotting, but I'm fine with that. Like I don't need I I don't I think globe trotting movies are overrated. Like people where they're like we're in a million different locations, and it's like okay. What was what was the point of this? Yeah, the, it, it, to blow budget. <laughs> They're like, we have all this extra I, I get Let's it. I get it. Like, I respect the Adam Sandler hustle where he's like, guys, we got to film in Hawaii because I'm trying to go to Hawaii. Yeah, pretty year. much, and get paid for it and <laughs> yeah. chill with my friends. Like, of course, if we were owned by like Spotify, I'd be like, I think we need a podcast like on the beach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just drinks in our hands. This is what we want to do. But like. It doesn't make a movie better. It wouldn't make our podcast better. I don't know Says that. you. <laughs> Everyone's just significantly happier. Hey. Like, hey, remember that time we were all just trapped in the room together? All, yeah. all I'm saying is, man, if, if you got me on the beach and a couple pina coladas in me, I mean, we might get a better podcast, you know? I'll run that by Spotify when they buy us out. You know? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so that's... That's your hot. They're, they're kind of spicy, but they're not. Uh, right. Yeah, I think they're like. Uh, they're definitely like Valentino this 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 episode. They're not like super spicy, but the average man, they might be a little you think, little hitter. Ours were kind of like the bomb last episode. Last episode, yeah, no, they were deep. So if you guys they're like, a little personal last, <laughs> last <laughs> episode, they, they just like went after Parasite just to piss me off, man. To get that reaction, that and and honestly, it's how I feel. Wait, I got a question. Who's your favorite actor? Mine? Yeah. Because you like someone. I know you're a big Idris guy. I know you're a big Hardy guy. Who's your favorite actor right now? Uh, Is it between those two? Those two and uh, this might be controversial, but John Boyega? Maybe controversial. Boyega's great. Uh, yeah, but because uh, he's still new. He hasn't had that many roles. Dude, who cares? Mine's Lakeith Stanfield. Who? Uh, have you seen <laughs> Sorry to Bother You? Oh really? Oh okay. No, he's, he's great. Fucking he's amazing. Great. Yeah. Great. I didn't know. Uh, that. Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield. He's, Shout out Lakeith. Uh, and he's if you have a, you watched Atlanta, right? I've watched Atlanta. This is the most pro Atlanta show podcast on earth. I Lemon pepper wet, bro. <laughs> Lemon pepper wet. We. I want to try lemon pepper wet. I've never had. Have you had? Are they overrated? It's alright. It comes where you go, I guess. We gotta make them ourselves. Yeah, Beijing with Babish did that whole thing. Babish. Shout out to Andrew. I always forget his real name, but I don't. Good show. Me and uh, me and Andy were actually talking about that on our first cow episode because they make these like delicious little biscuits, and they're like, but they're also fried. So we were debating: are they biscuits or are they donuts? Or we, I think we settled on donuts <laughs> is what we're calling them. I can't talk to you about biscuits. Why not? You like Popeyes biscuits? Popeyes biscuits are good. Fucking fight me. My mouth just got dry. <laughs> I like people that say that have never actually had a fresh Popeye's biscuit. Like, I get it if they're old, like, if they're the ones that have been sitting out. They're hot and they're dry. But um, if you have them fresh out, man, there's... No. Um, I, I guess... Oh, God, I was going to say my hot take. Church's biscuits are ass. Church's biscuits are way better. 
they're way they're better. Way better. Way better. Also turn into they're more moist. moist. I don't want any, and I don't want honey on my biscuit. That's, That's his me. main thing, is that he doesn't eat honey with his biscuit. I don't either. Thanks. Just give me some butter and I'm okay. Yeah, but church's biscuits have honey. Or for honey me, on them. and for me, they K- it tastes good. KFC's, they're, they're so good. KFC's right in the middle. It's like KFC's. I, I like KFC's huh? biscuits. You hate them? But I like their yeah, biscuits. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For me, it's right in the middle of the two. Like I hate church's love pop ice, and I I enjoy a KFC biscuit as long as it's reasonably fresh. I mean, all biscuits get shitty with age. Like we can all admit that. Not my mom's. Your mom has never made biscuits. I've she never makes seen. biscuits and gravy at least once a month. I've never seen your mom make white people food. It's always Filipino food. That's because you don't wake up in my house. Fair enough. My mom makes white people breakfast. You guys eat like spam and eggs. That's not white people. That's why I have to cook for myself. Oh, okay. And your mom obviously too. spam and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Spam's not good. Misha, are you pro or anti-spam here? Spam can die in the can that it came in. Like it's just it's disgusting. The voice of reason. Finally, I I'm surrounded by people that adore spam, and I'm like, it's mystery no. meat. My brother used to eat it raw out of the can. Yeah, I had a I had a family member who did that also. The only edible I know this is like a long tangent about food. The only edible way to get spam is to get it like paper thin and fry the shit out of it so that it just tastes like fried grease. Shout out to my Pacific Islanders. Spam for life. You know what I'm saying? I kinda think of fifty first dates where I'm bring this to a movie corollary corollary where there's like spam and eggs and uh You want me to put peanut butter cup on your egg? <laughs> Oh, he's funny. It, uh, like, I hate most fun things. Fun fact. Was it 50 First Dates? I believe it was 50 First Dates. Um, my aunt and my mom's best friend and her husband were in it. And, wait, what? In 50 First Dates. Your aunt and her what? My mom's best friend. Wait, Heather was in it? Yeah. Heather and Joe. Really? Yeah. What scene? I think, like, the end credits. When, it's like the last scene. When... Is it is it that movie? It might be one, another one of Adam Sandler's movies, but they're essentially in Hawaii and they're like flying up, and like there's a big crowd of people. Oh wow! And the, yeah, they're in that part. That's pretty cool. It's really cool. Yeah. That's gonna be us whenever we move to LA. But like, it, his thing is he's gonna get he's gonna be an extra in Fast and the Furious, and my thing is I want to be an extra in a Marvel movie. Well, mine is uh, Fast and Furious or Star Wars. Yeah, you could just be one of the random. Celebrity, uh, the people that are just in stormtroopers. No, like, well, I could be, I could also be one of the guys who are like in an X wing, and he's like, "I'm here," and then like, like that was it, you know? Like, I have three seconds, and I'm like, "I'm going down," and then it explodes. But I'm that's totally hard, fine. With that. That's harder because you walk in, and then they're like, "All right, um, like your life depends on it, go," and you're like, "I'm hit," and they're like, <laughs> they're just like, that's "Okay, we'll thing. call no, you." <laughs> if you trust me, if you saw me at the Alamo when they were playing Han Solo. And there were stormtroopers in the room. I was full, like in my head, like, I was like yeah, I'm on Tatooine right now. Like, How bad would you be if we like both? Uh, if we both walked into a Star Wars audition, and like we're both just being extras, but say I've lost like sixty pounds, and they're like, oh yeah, this is a uh, taking place after everything happened. You're Kylo Ren's son. Like it's obvious you're a Sith Lord now. That'd be totally fine. Because then you'd be like, yeah, I know uh, Kylo Ren's yeah, son. Yeah, I'm son. They'd probably make me Han Solo's son. Real son. So, like, what would the canon be there? That, like, Kylo fucked some, sometime during the Rise of Skywalker? He'd probably fucked, like, an Ewok or something. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so, okay, wait, we need to go back. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, this movie's perfect. I'm just like, right off the bat, I can't hide the fact that I'm going to give this movie a 10 when it's all said and done. we got to talk about the movie itself first. But this movie's perfect. Like, I really, on this watch-through, I sat there going, what's wrong with it? Like, I've got to find something that's not perfect about this film. It is the perfect... I don't even want to say it's a perfect superhero film. It's a perfect sci-fi film. Because I feel like that's what it is more, even though it's a Marvel film. It's like punk rock Star Wars. Cyberpunk. Like cyberpunk Star Wars. It's funny. Like, the humor is subjective. But to me, this film is, like, batting 90% with its jokes. Like, I think of all the jokes attempted, like, three of them in the whole film don't make me laugh. Like, it's just beautiful. Like, the... The the animation was perfect. It's visually the best looking Marvel film. So colorful, and they they were breaking out with that, with the colors. You know, like they've never done it before. And then after it worked with Guardians, they were like, "Oh, we need to do this with everything." Yeah, it's like I mean, I'm trying to think of, but even the newer ones aren't that colorful to me. Like Endgame was kind of ugly looking. You just have that giant wasteland where it's like red skies and shit. Maybe and, maybe not Endgame, but definitely with Thor. Um, Ragnarok is is more colorful than a lot of other Marvel films for sure. Definitely with uh, Part Two. Part Two was way more colorful than the first one. I would, oh. I would say. Uh, well, volume Two of Guardians. Ah, uh, yeah, too, but but I think it has less real sets and more CGI, so it is worse. Than one. But it still didn't look bad. No, no, yeah, like it's got a it's got a good looking color palette. It's the cinematography is decent. The structure, the pacing. Guardians is two hours and you don't even feel it. Like the whole movie just fucking breezes by. Yeah, I watched it and and it felt like 45 minutes. It's just like, oh, yeah, we're done? Yeah, it, it was super. Like I was like, wait, I want more. The only criticism that people... Like, the big criticism against it is that, like, the villain sucks. Which, yeah, whatever. Ronan's... Not like compelling in the sense of like a Joker or a Killmonger or a Thanos, but he's not supposed to be. First of all, it'd be my my counter to that. And also, like we get it. I I think that first scene is pretty like not like horrifying or anything, but like he's pretty uh, imposing in that scene. Like when they're like doing, he gets out of the bath, they do his makeup and everything, and they're like putting shit on him, and he's like. A radical zealot who wants to exterminate, like, an entire race of human beings, and then he just casually, like, decapitates a dude with a giant hammer, and it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. We know who the bad guy is. He stays in character, and then he's juxtaposed with, like, all of these bright, fun, colorful characters, and the ending, the dance scene where Star Wars distracts him is, like, the perfect boss fight. Yeah, it was so, like, ironic. Like, is like, of course, this is what's going to bring him down. You know? Yeah. And when he's, I just, I, oh, man, every line of dialogue in this film is almost perfect to me. Like, um, joke-wise, I think they play their serious cards, like, three times in the movie, and I think it works every time. Yeah, I feel like they they, it, they just hit the nail on the head with this one, man. Like, because, like, like, I've never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy before this movie came out. Um, and so watching it, I didn't really know what to expect. And then, you know, I go in and it's colorful. It's funny. It's, it's action packed. It's, 
you know, the soundtrack. Just, yeah, the soundtrack perfect. is amazing. So like, it totally just just blew it out of the park. Yeah, I think I watched that trailer when it first dropped, and like, I, I mean, I was in for Marvel movies anyway, so I I watched it. Oh, I'm a hundred percent in. This movie's gonna be awesome. And despite all of those expectations, the first time I watched it, I was it was magical. I was just blown away. And all I could think is, I don't like watching movies over and over again. And all I thought was like, fuck, I want to go see that again. So I did the next day. I went with a different group of people. Yeah, I think I saw Guardians Part 1 uh, like I, three times in theater. I saw it four times. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth time I was kind of dragged. But um, I went, yeah, I went with my sisters the first time. And and uh, then the second time I went with my dad and my brother. And my mom somehow still hadn't seen it. So I took her for her birthday to the third time, and then I moved out to Tucson, and uh, my roommate was like, let's go see Guardians, and my sister was down, and I was just like, fuck it, I guess, why not? And we went to AMC, which tier-wise, AMC trash. Trash is, I know you're an AMC guy, but Harkins, Harkins all day. Well, first and foremost, I'm an Alamo guy. H-Gang. Alamo's fun, but Alamo's like an experience. Like, I don't want wings and a beer every time I watch a movie. Most of the time, I just want Popcorn with some jalapenos and a cherry coke, baby. Yeah, um, I like wings. I like beer, and I like movies. So, undefeated, bro. Undefeated. We we went to the drive-in the other day. Oh my god, I missed movie theater popcorn, guys. It's just as good as you remember it. Holy shit! You can shit. still order it. Yeah, but only on certain days they do it. They don't do it every single day. Oh really? Yeah. I see it like on like uh, Uber Eats or like Postmates. Harkins? Yeah. What? Yeah, you just order, you order the popcorn and you go by and pick it up. Fun side story here. I saw Blair Witch for the first time. It's not a good book. I, I, I think I'm pretty sure the budget for Blair Witch was like $35. Patrick, that meme, I've got $3. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got $3 and a lit. But like, hats off because it was the most, probably the most impressive piece of marketing ever for a movie. Like, to convince people that it was that terrifying and that real. And, like, the fact that for a whole generation that was, like, an experience. I'm sure that was awesome seeing it in theaters. But seeing it in a drive-in where you're like, I can't see shit. And it's just, like, there's nothing going on. Like, it doesn't hit the same way as if I was in a theater packed with a bunch of scared teenagers. I'm, like, 16, 17, like, this is going to be the craziest thing ever. And then you can hear with that surround sound just, like, just, like, everything. But I'm in the car, like... Was that was that supposed to be something? You know, like, yeah, that was <laughs> 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 no. Does uh, <laughs> he roll the window down? <laughs> <laughs> no, that movie horrified my father. What? Really? Yeah. But also my dad. It, he was born and raised in the Philippines. Spoil. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the first movie he saw. <laughs> but you would also think like just. Oh, you mean certain tough aspects of growing up would be more horrifying than that movie? I mean, Filipinos are super superstitious. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Alexis even talked about that when they went to that, where she was talking about how dumb they were for moving the stuff and the items. Yeah, you know. yeah no, it's dumb, but it's like, I also think Filipinos are like, yeah, but ghosts are real. Like, my grandma's like, yeah, no, no, you're going to piss off ghosts. Like, don't do that. I think part of the problem with that film is they needed a better pitch. Like, I, I think they should have known what they had on their hands because this really hasn't been done to this level yet, like making mass publishing or, uh, you know, basically wide releasing a film like this with Handycam and everything. 
and should have gotten a bigger budget because like I understand the concept and the idea and it's like you're trying to get cabin fever feel going you're like going in circles and circles and you can't escape the woods but something has to scare us at some point and there's nothing we don't see like I'm a fan of horror films where they don't completely show the monster but like wanna, nothing really happened like even that last shot I, I a friend had told me what was terrifying was that last shot where you see the guy in the corner and it happens in like three seconds and it's gone and I was like with the, that was the shot. This is, yeah, by the time by the time I realized what was happening, it was like already ten seconds after it was over. Like I saw the guy and I was like, "What is he doing?" And then like he like it was like turned around, got him, and then I was like, "Wait, what?" It does. Yeah, what, and then like it, it just wasn't scary. Anymore. What I'll give it props for is it has the douchey American teenager stereotypes down to a T. I don't know what those types are. Can you explain? The um, like they bring up America. I don't know how many times where the girls like this doesn't happen in America. And it's just like shut up. And uh, the guys just I forget what else they say, but they're just like clowning on the country rubes like little. They're idiots, and it's just it very. In that's this isn't a criticism because there are annoying people like that. Everyone goes oh, yeah, to high school with them. I'm American, and this is why I'm better. And just like there's something uniquely annoying about American teenagers sometimes. That horror, teenagers in general. horror is the only genre that accurately like captures that sometimes. Like I understand because well, they're all idiots, yeah. right? Like all teenagers are idiots. I was an idiot when I was a teenager, and so it's just like going back on it. It it's just like oh my god. It there's I mean there's other things that capture American teenagers like the inner thoughts and monologues and feelings and emotions better, but horror does a good job of. Just taking the kids you hated the most in high school and putting them in the movie. Leave me and my friends alone. <laughs> you were those kids. I was definitely one of those kids. All right. So I was like every like in every horror movie, if you take all the guys and mash them into one, that was me. You were like simultaneously the stoner. I was the jock. a stoner, jock, nerd, and the oh, regular guy that you, everyone could relate with. You were the virgin too. I was typically a girl. Sometimes, but they also sometimes clearly have the virgin dude. I was also a virgin at one point in my life. <laughs> so like when I was 12? <laughs> uh, I told you we were going to go off 10. Yeah, no, we one. definitely did. I felt like it, we haven't been able to see and watch like truly new movies in forever that I had to share my first. Like, this has been the longest time frame I've ever gone since I could functionally go to a movie theater. I went, my parents sent me to the movies when I was like nine years old by myself. I've never gone five, five months without going to a fucking movie theater. Like, um, I've had two kids, and so I've gone very extended periods of time without going to the movie theaters. So you were built for this. I'm not, man. Like, Morphed by it. <laughs> the longest I would say I've probably gone as an adult has been like a month. I think that's it. And that's like during dead season in September, when they they don't really shit, they release all the garbage, and even then, by the end of September, I'm like, I'm just gonna go see something, it doesn't even matter if it's good, I just want movie theater popcorn and to, like, sit in the theater. Yeah, at this point, like, if they ever open back up the movie theaters, I don't care what they're gonna be playing, I'm gonna watch literally everything that they release. For, like, a month's trip. Yeah, like, I'm gonna be in the movie theaters, like, so much. Also, should we review Mulan for the pod? It costs 30 bucks on top of Disney+. Plus. On top of Disney Plus? Dude, yes. So, and, but you purchase it on Disney Plus? Yes. 
you rent it on Disney Plus. I don't think that's a good move, strictly because then they'll be like, they're paying for it. You know, Disney will be like, people are paying. So we're going to keep doing this for other stuff. Yeah, but are we obligated as a podcast to try to review the most recent movies to buy one for science and review it? That's, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's it's conflicting because, uh, like I told Andy, we are going to see garbage when we started this book. Before we, I want to see the new Mulan. Hmm? I want to see the new Mulan. You do? I don't. I do. Uh, Misha's shaking her head, too. I, I'm an Asian American. I'm out with just the Disney live action shit. And I, I love Mulan, the original. And I also, fun fact, I just bought on my trip this weekend, mm-hmm. I just bought a uh, Muchu pop figurine for my desk. Funko Pop Well, says the guy who has a boring ass desk. I do have a boring desk. Yeah. You, we all have boring desks. There's nothing cool on our desk right now. Do you want me to bring all my Funko Pops? No, never mind. Yeah. So stop. How many Funko Pops do you have? Like, I don't know. I left a lot of them at, uh, at our actual office. Um, I just throw them in that little cabinet that they get. I promise we'll talk about Guardians of the Galaxy at some point. But with us <laughs> reviewing movies so shortly, maybe instead of like hot take of the week or so, or something along those lines, the first twenty minutes of every podcast should just be what are we watching? Like how are we feeling about movies in general? I mean, about yeah. pop culture in general. I think that sounds like good. Then uh, uh, you know everyone can really relate. And I'll put in tags and for like. Then we don't have to talk about movies. We could talk about maybe like Tiger King or stuff like that. Netflix you know? dish yeah. stuff, yeah. And that, I feel like that would also Misha can get in a little easier with that. I'm sure we'll be watching. Some Are you big on the Tiger King? I watched some of it, and it was it was it was interesting. Uh, from it was what not I, good. it wasn't <laughs> great. It was definitely hillbilly backwoods. Like, what is going on here? I'm pretty sure Carol Baskin killed her husband. Um, I heard that the FBI reopened that case. Supposedly, I, Tiger King was definitely like three episodes too long. It did not need to be that. Far. I didn't finish it. Let's put it that way. Like I didn't finish it because it, it started to be dragged out and it got too hillbilly for me. This is also how we can get our Kilu two update from each of you. Need to finish the game. <laughs> no, I definitely do. Wait, I definitely do. I think I have like maybe thirty minutes left. Okay, I'm so where close. You are and you're Tyler, probably two Tyler. hours away. I'm <laughs> I'm Abby right now and um, spoilers for the Last of Us Two. Okay, I'm Abby right now. And I'm looking for, I don't know his name because it's been a while since I played, but she's looking for her friend, her companion. Eve? Ev? Lev? Lev. Lev. Wait. Yo, you got like six hours left. Do I really? Have you, I thought it was close. If you're Abby, have you met Ellie yet? Not as Abby. You got no. like ten hours. So, <laughs> okay, you have, you have legitimately like two and a half to three hours. Okay, okay, so it's, a good gameplay left. It's a lot. Great, all right. You depending will, on depending on how you play. Where I'm at right time. now, I'm Abby, and I just met with the, um, like, those village people. They're... So, did you already get the The ones kit? that sing the YMCA? Yeah. Did okay. you already get the kit? Did you already face that boss in the ambulance? Oh my yes, God. yes, she, yes, okay. yes, okay. yes, yeah, I yeah, yeah. yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Have you r- rode through the burning village yet? That's where I'm at. That's okay. exactly where I'm at. Okay. You have about two and a half hours. That's, okay, great. So you, will think, play. you will think in about 40 minutes, oh, he's wrong. There's no way the game isn't going to end here. And then it'll go again and again well, and again. I was going to say that I'm, I wouldn't be surprised because the game is great. And every time you think you're close, and every time you think that you're right there at where it needs to end, it just gives you more. 
This is why I gave it a 10 before I finished it. It's a great game. Internet connection. How have you not had it spoiled? I don't know a lot of people that play video games like that and, and okay, then, you know, post about it. People would, were just, like, trolling when it first yeah. went on, though, and, like, posting it in YouTube comments and shit. Like, yeah. The ending. Mm-hmm. I think you'll probably like the ending. Andy hated it. Okay. Um, he was... it. So, it's like a, a movie about grown-ups and grown-up thoughts and feelings and emotions, and Andy uh, kind of had a childish viewpoint of... Sorry, Andy, if you're listening, of, like, oh, I want it to be this specific... Like, it's almost, to me, not, like, in a weird erotic way, but, like, how people want fan fiction... It's like he just wanted this relationship with Joel and Ellie to be perfect forever and to like capture all the good times and the feelings. And it's it like, hurt. no, man, it's about not, it hurt. Yeah, but I'm not mad at him for that. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a fan. Yeah, but I was pissed when he died. Yeah, but like that's I want, but that I talk about. I want art that like makes me like question what what I thought previously. I thought this was gonna be like a duo all over again. I thought it was gonna be me playing Ellie this time, but. He was going to be right back there, and it was going to be great. And then when he died, I was pissed. So my suggestion for the game, I'll just, because I doubt you're going to take that. I would have to listen to it. My suggestion for the game that, like, I think this game might have been perfect, that, like how I would have done it, is, and it would have taken massive balls. It would have taken bigger balls than what you did already. But you open, and we get six hours of nothing but Abby. But because we've realized who she is and what her story is, we have tension building to the moment she kills Joel. And then you hand off the baton and you're playing as Ellie. And so, like, you're more conflicted because you learn to love Abby first and see, like, some of the decisions that she's... Or, like, her motivation and that she's a real human being instead of having her introduced as, like, this super, like, all-time villain. I feel like I'm getting that anyway, though. I feel like I'm getting that anyway, playing Abby. Like, now that that I'm starting to play the background, it's like, damn, she's just a regular kid and... Something bad happened to her. But to me, if you open the game, you don't have that vitriol toward her. You're like, what's going on? And then you realize it, and you're like, you like her, but you're conflicted, because you know what her mission is. And is she going to finish it? There's, like, tension there, like, will Joel kill her? Like, how is this going to break out? She she finishes it, and then you immediately get handed the controller as Ellie, and you're like, is this mission wrong for revenge? Like, I don't know. I'm conflicted. Like, I'm angry. And then you reach to the end point, and then you probably have the same end game. But... I think that would have been, like, just narratively more cohesive to me and would have been, like, it would have been different because the moments you fall in love with Abby would have had to be different because to me it's when she defends Lev. That's, like, the moment, and she chose him over the over the other scars. Yeah. Or, no, no, they call them scars. Terrified. She chose them over the other wolves. Like, that was my moment where I was like, I'm fucking riding for Abby now. Uh, I just think the ending should have been a PTE. Uh, you think it should have been a QTE? Yeah, I, I think you should have been able to, like, it was like, hey, X or... X. She doesn't know what happened, though. I know, that's why I'm trying to be vague about <laughs> it, but I think it should have been, like... I'm going home and playing tonight. One decision, one decision is X or square, whatever you, you guys... You Whatever you guys... A lot of people want a choice. Yeah, I think choice would have been a lot better with that, uh, but personally. You, I think... It was you, a movie for me, so that would have been the one thing that I got to control if I played... But if you're writing the story, I get how you want. You no, want that's to why. That's why I'm not mad at it because I get it. You want to tell this story, and and this is how you wanted to tell it. But I felt like they would have, because, um, was it? Did most people like the game? Yeah. So a lot of people liked it, and then me and Andy talked about this. There is, it's definitely a situation where there's like an extremely vocal minority of people on the internet who didn't like, who hated it. Yeah. Yes. But, like, that's not indicative of, like, the larger... I think you would have got everyone, though, if you just made it a choice. 
Maybe. But like Druckmann said in the beginning, like a lot of people are gonna hate this game. And I respect Well, the, if that's the goal, man. Not not to not the goal, but yeah. but but, but, but if like it, if you're aware yeah, of that. If you're aware, then yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I would have appreciated the choice though. I think a lot of video games choice is important, but I think with this one I liked that it was so definitive. Do you think they're coming out with a three? I don't know. I think it's perfect. Leave it. Like the game itself I didn't give a ten because there were like little nitpicks I had. But like I think the ending is perfect. Like, I I didn't want that. Don't ruin my memories of that by being like, here's part three, pre order for some sweet DLC and it's just like fucking oh pre order for that. Abby in a bikini. Yeah, it's <laughs> God, I hate how video games do that shit sometimes. It's like we want to be art, but also, like, you can pre-order a cheetah pimp costume. Like, also, so microtransactions. Yeah. Which I like. That's why I liked that there was no multiplayer. Andy was kind of complaining about that, but I'm like, I don't know. It just feels weird to me to have this super serious game and then be like, but now just go shoot other people for fun, like, in a in a mode. And it's like, I get that it's separate, but also, I was talking about it. I think Naughty Dog didn't want to make it. I think that was something that was ordered in, by Sony. Like, if you're going to make this game, you have to tack on some multiplayer. Yeah, multiplayer is awesome, man. And I've heard a lot of good things about The Last of Us uh, multiplayer. A lot of people did enjoy it, yeah. but but again, if you don't want to make it, it's like, if I keep having to watch all this trash with you down inside, I wonder if you really get it. Yeah, but also, if it's your job. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We all have our... Um... I, I don't know how I was going to use this as a transition to Guardians at some point, but I was going to do it... Yeah, I don't... Like, with Andy, I would have run through the plot because he's never seen it. So that's what was going to be yeah, fun and interesting. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you already love Guardians. Yeah. So, like, and I did it. Had I known that I was going to be watching it with you, I might have wrote down more specific notes. But with Andy, I'm like, he's going to have his own observations. I can kind of free will it, you know, just like by the uh, seat of my pants. But now it's just like, Guardians is great. Which is why, like, for Mad Max, I'm going to write down notes so that way it's not just me sitting here. Yeah, that was, also, that was also uh, a fail on my part. Um, you know, uh, when when two weeks ago, or a week and a half ago, when we were Something talking like about that, these yeah. being the movies, um, I had not taken the mantle of being the second host. So I watched the movie, but I didn't write notes. Yeah, um, whereas you watched Blade today. So yeah, so I watched Blade three hours ago. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be co-hosting, so I need to write these notes so I have talking points and everything like that. So that was also on me, but it kind of wasn't because I didn't have, you know. Yeah, yeah. nothing you could have done. And Misha, I asked her if she wanted to be the producer yesterday, so she had no opportunity to watch <laughs> watch Guardians. Or Blade. Or Blade. Or Blade. But, but she's seen Blade, so have you? You've never seen Guardians? Long, 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 long ago. I have seen Guardians recently. One? Um yeah, recently. I, I can see it by the look on her face. She's got some hot takes. No, 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 no. no. I, it, it wasn't in full. It was it was while I'm at the computer working, so I didn't get to really... Experience. Yeah. It, it, two was the first one I ever seen. I'm not a Marvel fan for the most part. You know I that. Hate um, God, such a terrible but movie. I had fun with it in the in the sense that like there's humor to it. You know, Groot is cute, of course. Yeah. Um, the colors, What's, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty cool. I prefer grown-up Groot to the other Groots. Obviously. See, I like Baby anything. I think so. baby groups in the wing. I like um, baby groups. But I also, as cute as the child is from The Mandalorian, I'm here for old Yoda over baby Yoda. I'll just say it. Well, do you ever think that you're maybe just like ageist? No. Mm-hmm. It's like when the character, when the whole trick of a character is it's cute, it's like, okay, Groot has, the adult Groot has We Are Groot. That shit hits me in the chest every single time. 
Especially because that music, when it's like swelling at that moment. Yeah, but Baby Group had a had a We Are Group moment. He didn't say it, but he ran into the asteroid with a freaking bomb attached to his ship. It just felt like it, that. Also felt like manipulating us and reusing the same trick. Yeah, I can see that. Like, well, that movie was part one regurgitated. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah, we can. That's this is relevant to Guardians. Yeah, two sucks. Like, come at me. I don't care. I don't think it's good. But also, I think the opening cutscene. I don't know. Cut, opening the scene. opening scene. For Guardians Two is better. The opening scene for Guardians One. Are you talking about when like, they're fighting that that super rainbow slug? That's one of the better parts of of Two. And you just and and the whole time they're fighting it, you just have Baby Groot dancing. It's a fun intro. I think the Guardians One is supposed to be like one of that's one of their few serious cards. It's like an origin. I, like, and I, yeah. I thought it played well. Like we understand why deep down Peter's a little fucked up. Well, and yeah, just he has how, mommy and daddy issues. Yeah, and uh, relatable. like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that's to me. That's not like one of the scenes that hits super hard, but it is definitely sad seeing him leave with his mom. We are Groot is hands down the saddest moment of the movie to me. Um, my favorite line. It's not a joke. It's kind of a joke, and it's probably one of the cornier lines. But like, it hits home every time. It's just when he grabs the stone, and then they all grab hands. And, you know, Ronan's just, like, kind of understandably, like, what's going on? And he's just well, like, he's how? an alien. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, reference. how? And then he's just like, you said it yourself, bitch, for the Guardians of the Galaxy. And then he just straight up obliterates him. I'm just like, that's that's some uh, real superhero shit to say. And I love, I'm here for it every single time he says it. Uh, well, uh, it was a great line, great moment. Uh, but you were wrong. What's your favorite? Um, the best line in the movie is when they're telling Drax. That something went over his head. And he's he like, was like, nothing can go over my head. I'm too bad. I'll catch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hands down the best line. It's, it's a good line. The whole prison breakout scene is awesome. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, that was the whole, like, their bonding and everything. It, it was just... This movie's perfect, man. It's like... It's, it's what so many movies try and capture. They want, like, these special moments, but they don't know how to make them earned. They don't know how to, like, write characters that we care about. They don't know how to like in comedy subjective. So if somebody thinks that this film is hitting like twenty percent on its jokes, it's gonna hit differently. But to me, like every single trope is you dig a little bit deeper outside of Ronin. Sometimes bad guys can just be mean, evil bad guys. I don't need to know about Ronin's fucking Thanos issue. I don't need to know like he's there are like zealots. There are megalomaniacs who just like their religion has taught them that we need to wipe out a certain people on the planet and they exist and they're dangerous people. Like it's okay that he's just the backdrop. That's him. We don't really care about him. He's just the unstoppable evil that at the end we need to make sure. Yeah, like, I, I feel like we got it. You know, yeah. we're like, uh, he's not a big deal. It's like, he's a big deal, but like, that's not the point of the story, you know, like, and I think the fact that the ending wasn't some big bang, bang, boom, boom, shooty, shooty, or whatever you do. Shooty, shooty, boom, boom. Shooty, Come shooty, on, boom, boom. It's not just a big fest of that, that, like, their plan works and it still doesn't work. And then instead, it's just absolutely improvised. That Star-Lord sees that, like, they're setting something up, goes into a freestyle dance, and then just confuses the shit out of Ronin, and then they just side-blast him. Like, it, it's perfect. With the unique boss fights always get, like, a plus one just alone for that to me. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, we just fought each other and... I went up a superhero power level, and, you know, that's how I won. 
I'm sorry, are you, are you not a fan of Dragon Ball Z? I love Dragon Ball Z, but it's it's trash. <laughs> it's just like how many Super Saiyan when they were like, there's perfect dark black, whatever it is, and it's like, oh, so now his hair doesn't even go yellow anymore. Okay, he, he gets some weird shiny outline, and we're just coming up with new Super Saiyans. Like, come on, guys. You have to, dude. It's always one up. It's it's cool as a kid because you're naive and you don't realize that. It's dumb that they just keep making up new Super Saiyan levels. But when you're nine years old, you're like, how many are there? And it's like the coolest <laughs> fucking thing ever. <laughs> Superman or Goku. Like, I've seen the science, but yeah. Like, because those nerds with all the time on their hands say that lovingly and endearingly. You don't get mad at me. Goku, hands down. Yeah, Goku would whoop his ass. Yeah. Also, like, Goku to me is a... Better written Superman. Superman's too cut and clean, Mormon milk level for me. No, Goku's like has internal struggle and like, and he's funny and he's yeah. like yeah. When when Superman's like it's internal struggle, but like ultimately you're like, well he's gonna do the good thing, you know? Like he's always gonna do the quote unquote right thing, like you know like yeah. Uh, too, Superman's too soft. For me. Plus the fact that Superman doesn't have levels, like it's kind of genius to create the concept of Super Saiyan was genius. It's just like, and then you just could keep going so, yeah, and be like, after you beat his ass, he gets stronger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Are you ready to rate? Yeah, it's. You want me to go first, or you want me to go first? You go first. I mean, it's a ten. This is this is canon now. My fourth ten. Paranorman, I actually gave a ten. No Country, I retconned. That's a ten. Logan is perfect. This is perfect. These are the superhero trilogy trinity for me is. Uh, this movie, Logan, and The Dark Knight. Those are all perfect superhero films, and I would not change a thing about any of them. And th th it's interesting because they're all so vastly different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that's the thing. The idea of a perfect superhero film can be flexible. It's not. That's why I think some people hold The Dark Knight to this pedestal, but to me, it's like the goal for this was to be like this sci fi comedy, like, mixture and blend, um, and it, it does that perfectly. There's nothing better that I can ask of this film. Well, the thing about The Dark Knight is that I don't think it's as much about The Dark Knight as it, it is. It is The Joker. It, it, it's about the villains. Yeah, it's 100% about The Joker and Two-Face and... Um, and Bane. We've established... Oh, well, you're talking well, about... Well, I'm saying, like, all of them. That whole trilogy. Yeah, because that's... I mean, Nolan sees them as the more interesting figure. And they are. God, I can't wait for Tenet. Bruce Wayne kind of sucks, dude. Yeah, Batman sucks. Oh, I didn't say Batman. I said Bruce Wayne. Oh, and it, like, the costume is awesome and iconic, and that's why I liked him so much as a kid. But then when you grow up and you realize he's just, like, a rich dude that dresses up and plays cop, it kind of sucks. That's why the cool part of Batman is when he's, um, is when he's more of a detective than just, I beat people up. I beat people up part. But the costume is sick. Cool superhero costume, hands down. Outside of maybe Spider-Man. Spider-Man's my favorite hero. Because he's more of a, a hero for the people. Um, Balsh. Who's your favorite? Best uh, costume is Hulk. He's wearing shorts. Need some shorts, dude. And I'm good. <laughs> I'll go save the world in some shorts. Bro, I'm taking this category seriously, and you're just like, what would be the most comfortable? Yeah, wearing shorts would be way cooler. I'm sorry, are you going to want to wear a cape when you're saving the world? No, there's drag. Sure. I want to call back, though. Did he not say he wanted the riot gear when he was fighting Blade? So in his superhero mind, he wants riot gear okay, instead so of just am a I, am, I, am I fighting one guy or am I saving the world? Those are two different things. Okay? It's a big job. You justify it however you want. What? It's a big job. It's a big job, yeah. It's a big job. 
You need a little shorts. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, so you got you locked in. I might have to agree with you. Um, I don't think there's really anything wrong with this movie at all, other than Ronan, and even that's not bad. Yeah, we we talked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it's can you, I can I get you there? Is it? Is it that's what I'm saying. It, it's definitely a ten. Hell yeah. I talked him up. He, you told me like off cup before you'd rewatched it that it was like a nine two. Yeah, but like talking about it and everything, I'm like, yeah, there was nothing wrong with this movie at all. Yeah, it kept me in the whole time. Sounds right. And there's not I even think. that much fighting, like for someone that wants. I was action. so like immersed in the world the first time watching it. I'm like, oh, what is this? Who is that? The, where are they now? This and that. You know, like, because I, I said it before, I didn't know anything about them. So I was so, like, interested in all and of it. I'll eat a little bit of crow. I talked some shit about globe trotting. This movie does globe planet trotting perfectly. Like, it's moving us to new scenarios. But it's not like, hey, just isn't everything cool? It's like, that's all the backdrop. And we're still, like, care about the characters and we're yeah. focused on that. That's just cool. That's, that's the cherry on top. That's what it should be. It should not be the vocal core. Like, I hate Aquaman. Uh, I haven't said this on pod, but Aquaman sucks. But that's like half the appeal of the movie is look at all these wacky places that Jason Momoa bro guy goes. Uh, he's Aquaman, but he's in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> so, and hey guys, like, do you know that the desert used to have water? <laughs> <laughs> and so, when it's that's the excuse for the film. Like, Indiana Jones is awesome. And I'm not going to talk shit about, like, Indiana Jones. Speaking of, I was. Just should. Okay, well. Maybe that's for a different day, but my hot take would be um, later, Raiders of the Lost Ark is probably the only movie I would like tell someone they have to watch. I've never seen any of the Indiana Jones. What? Oh, we got to watch that at some point. You haven't seen Indiana Jones either, huh? They've been in the background. Um, I've never really paid attention. Both of them gave me a look like, that's some white people shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know Shia was in one of them, but that's about it. As soon as I saw the little Asian boy running around, I was like, no. Well, so that's that's my point is that's Temple of Doom, which is like a lot of people don't like it. And I got bored to shit uh, watching The Last Crusade the first time I watched it. And then the one with Shia LaBeouf is terrible. So it's like the only one I would say, like, if you got to watch movies, like, yes, you should watch Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Stop it. The Raiders. Is, that's the first one? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is, is the that the one where they, they ripped the heart out? Yeah, Temple of Doom. Okay. Raider, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark is the one where the people's faces melt. You've probably seen that copied in other pop culture. Yeah, I've probably seen it. Because they open up the Ark of the Covenant, and they're like, look away! And Indiana Jones, the main characters, look away, and everyone else, like, it literally melts their faces off. Why didn't they look away? It has a scene you'd appreciate, so I'll, I'll just even... Like, it's still funny when you watch it, but basically, he's in the he's in the desert. Uh, he's, like, in this market or, like, crowded place, and he's, like, chasing after it's someone. It's called You own cultured um, swine. And... There's this, there's the bad guy, like, he's facing off with, and he does, and this was improvised, I found out, but he sits there, and he, like, swings his sword and does all these sweet moves, like, come at me, and Indiana Jones pulls out a gun, shoots him, and the, the, guy, boy. And the guy just Atta falls boy. down, and he, like, walks, and he just keeps walking Han Solo after. shoots first again. Uh, you know. Yeah, I know, it's a, a Star Wars reference. reference. Yes, I, I know. If you didn't know. <laughs> I gotta, it's too hard. <clears throat> That's a perfect 20. That's a 20 in there, bro. It's our first 20. Hey, that's the first Actually, job right there. I retconned, I retconned No Country, so that's that's technically. Mm-hmm. You should watch the movie even so. Yeah, I'll probably check it out sometime. That's one of those ones you got to pay for like three bucks because it's not 
Well, I spent my last $3 on Blade. You're not spending the last $3. You're right. I spent my last $3 on uh, Buffalo Rollers from QT. <laughs> <laughs> they were delicious. QT, you can sponsor us. Romeo will absolutely be happy to do that ad read. Yeah. No, I, I call dibs on the first ad read, but I'll let you. It depends on what the brand is. That's not fair. No, I don't care what brand it is. Dude, if it's Mountain Dew or Buffalo Rollers from QT, they're not going to be big time enough that that's our first sponsor. It's going to be like MeUndies. It'll probably be like the Dollar Tree. <laughs> I will read that. with. So I'm going to be so excited for the first ad read. And then every time afterwards, it's going to be like, let's get in character. Yeah. Let's, let's pretend to be, <laughs> be like, like excited. But my first time, I'm going to be like, fucking try this product. It's amazing. I'm going to be like, you wanted to read it, but it's on you. No, you're getting, I'll let you get some ad reads after that. We'll see. I feel like Misha's like, there's nothing I'd rather do less on Earth than do an ad read. I was going to say, if it's the Dollar Tree, I'm your person, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I shop there. <laughs> I appreciate I the honesty. <laughs> I take my kids on shopping trees at the Dollar Tree. Yeah, fair enough. I, go, I walk them in and I go, get whatever you want, however many you want. Daddy's rich in Daddy's this store. Rich. <laughs> like I would, like there's some genuine products that I would love to, like Harkins. I can sit there and just like, yeah. I tell them, you want me to just make it? I can just make it an AMC piss if you. It's <laughs> like why you should go to Harkins. They're well, like, I'm Harkins and I approve this message. <laughs> it's a dollar. It's two dollars for refills. It, the only good thing about AMC is that like, you can just get the soda and take it to the the like IC machine. And you get unlimited refills of those. Well, the cool that was a good AMC. move on them. What? That was a good move on them. Yeah, but like the popcorn is so fucking terrible. Theirs tastes like trash. You don't go to AMC and get popcorn, you nerd. You go to AMC and you get French fries because they give you the big ass box of curly fries. Who wants French, French fries in a movie? Like me. I eat a hot dog. Yeah, that's... my thing is a hot dog in a in an icy. You get a hot dog and a nice. Mm -hmm. You don't get popcorn. I hate popcorn. We've had this discussion. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I, look out I my hate face. popcorn. Hot takes for a movie podcast. <laughs> we found it, folks. <laughs> Jesus, hey, give me a hot dog. You, you hate do universally loves food slash snack foods and popcorn, and she is a not a peanut butter person either. I hate peanut butter. I'll eat popcorn before I, I eat peanut butter. peanut butter. I don't understand peanut. Butter. It's a heavier taste to it. Popcorn you can mask, is it texture or is it butter? Because you can have like the cheesy popcorn. There's so many ways to I consume. Mind. I eat mine with cheese and top of you. Yeah, okay. So let me, I guess I do like the, what is it? The cheddar cheese popcorn. So that one's texture. great. I guess it's just you bland. The regular, you regular. Tear, you tear up some kettle corn or some caramel corn? Used to as a kid. I loved it. And I think I ate too much. I just don't like top it. Top tier dessert popcorn. Caramel corn way worse. Caramel's like, it gets too thick. And it's yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. No. I'll eat kettle before kettle, caramel. Kettle. Cheddar, I'm, yeah. I'm there for. Regular will, popcorn is just bland. I will fuck up a box of Cracker Jack. Nah. Oh, Cracker Jacks isn't bad. It's just not my thing. I, I forgot how much I love Cracker Jacks. They put, they put peanuts Until, in that too, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's off-putting. I don't roasted. like it. Honey roasted. The two, two places peanuts don't belong. Cracker Jacks and Kung Pao Chicken. Stop it. I don't eat yeah, peanuts. They ruin my cow chicken with those damn peanuts, man. It's peanuts What's that I don't like. Peanuts are the best thing. It, they're chicken. like the worst, and they're, they're not even a nut. They're they're the it's the chicken, the chilies, the zucchini. They're different. 
Get a different chicken dish, dude. They no. have 19. Kong Pao is the way to go, man. Yeah. And black pepper chicken. Other than and black pepper. Black that's pepper why they call it Kong Pao, because that's how they open up the peanuts. They yeah. go, Kong Pao! And then they <laughs> top it. That's yeah. why they call it Kong Pao. I know you're Filipino, but that still felt incredibly racist. <laughs> 2%. Chinese. If that makes you feel better. Whatever, you got that 23 and me where they just trick white people to be like, I'm 2% Native American. Isn't everybody... <laughs> So, uh, we started with Guardians, we talked about the drive-in movie theater, we talked about a lot of things that weren't Guardians related, and we ended on hot takes about food. We began with hot it's, takes and ended with hot takes. It's hard to do when we are so on the same page with, about a movie. Yeah, I it really is. It is. And we did have notes, we'll, we'll come more prepared for, uh, like, I, I can write a laundry list about things I love about Mad Max folks, so... Get strapped in for that! I got like six things, but they're, like, in bulk. You would think it's your... Like the ideal Romeo movie because yeah, it pretty much is. The action never stops. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it's so like I have like six points. It's like that's it. Like but that's not, nothing. Make yeah, movie. nothing else like matters because they did all. So so have look forward to that. Maybe there'll be a lot of off topic. We'll probably maybe we'll get rid of the hot take of the week and we'll just do like what we're watching slash general talk. You know. Or maybe we'll do both. Maybe yeah. Maybe if people like hearing us riff for a while. Yeah, this became a much more conversational and less podcast all of a sudden. I kind of like it. It's fun. I'm still having a good time. It's I, like I said, we were never going to recreate what me and Andy were doing. It's just not your personality type. So also, these uh, these episodes are going to be uh, pretty longer. Okay. What are we at right now? At an hour eight. Oh my god. <laughs> We're adding like 20 minutes to each cat. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, let's wrap this up. It's perfect 20. It's a it's a big hefty 20 in the vault. Patent it right here. We got 33 of those bad boys. Well, 32, and then a little tiny movie or video game podcast. If you'd like to the, us to officially review video games, we can't do The Last of Us anymore. But I, I mean, if people want it, I'll buy Ghost of Tsushima just for that. I don't um, think I like it. But you need to play to Red Dead Two. Oh yeah, Red Dead Two. I've never played. If you guys want Tyler's opinion on Red Dead Two, I guess I'll see 100 fucking hours into. It's like that's so. It's worth it, man. I think it's too off tangent, but man, I, when you're like, hey, don't you want to play 100 hours? No, man, like, 25, you know? <laughs> like, let it, or at least let the main story be 20 and let everything else be super optional. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Did see, like, yeah, I totally get it. Uh, right now, I'm going through Outer Worlds, finally. That's like a 60-hour game, right? I don't know. It seems like I'm not even cracking it. Dude. What are you at, playtime-wise? Dude, I'm at, like, 10 hours. Yeah, I've heard it's, like, 50 or 60. It ain't no 100, but... Well, no, this is the thing. I have like I've done like three uh, story quests, and the rest has just been me running around looking for items. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that's the problem. I do that, and then I get discouraged by how much is left in the story, and I just quit the game. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's all just like fetch quests, and then all oh, you're fetching, you're you like run into a person, and you're like, "Here's another quest." Should I tell on you? Like I'm like, you're wanted. You know that, right? <laughs> and then like. Well, like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Do you have money? Can I have money? Give me money. And they're like, yeah, here. And then I go on my way. That's basically my whole experience with Outer Worlds so far. If you want more scintillating content like that, let us know, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's all for me, uh, Roman. Do you have anything you want to – again, you can reach out to us uh, for any suggestions or any input at azmovieclub at gmail.com. We have an Instagram, Facebook, and a Twitter. Again, we're going to be doing Mad Max this Thursday. And then next week, we got Blade 2 coming. 
Uh, Guillermo del Toro, yeah, and we got American Pickle. We, I love Seth Rogen. Can't believe we got on this song. We should do Super Bad at some. I love Super Bad so much. Overrated. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's gonna be uh, all. That's where you guys can hit us up at. Romeo, you got anything you want to say or plug before we we head out? Um, if we have any fans who are interested in basketball. Yeah, yeah, we would. We're debating doing a basketball contest or podcast called Bubble Buddies. Wait. We will send it, put it on the ether right now. We're suing you if you come for our name. It's already trademarked. It's already trademarked. <laughs> let it, let us know. That's something that we've been uh, toying around with, and that is, if you're not into basketball, that is, of course, in reference to the fact that they are currently in a bubble and playing inside a bubble uh, due to the COVID pandemic. Lakers in four. Mavericks are somehow going to pull it out of their ass and win it all. No, I'm just kidding. It's probably a first-round exit. We might actually get the sixth seed, though. It's theoretical now because the Jazz have absolutely shit the bed. You guys are playing who tomorrow? Trailblazers. They have zero defense. We're going to be all right. Yeah, but they got damn, dude, and he's angry now. And we've got Luka Doncic. Yeah, but Luka's not mad yet. We beat the Jazz today without Luka or KP. Well, we beat Memphis. <laughs> or Denver. Denver. We beat Denver. If this sounds like your type of podcast, let us know. <laughs> But uh, that's going to be all. Have a great day, night, week, whatever. Bye, guys.